Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 445 of the show. So the beginning part of this is, uh, well, I, it, it's going to be a leadership training, so you'll get through it. But the opening part is really, really powerful. I was right in the middle of 75 hard when I recorded this. Um, and my personal development was like six hours a day. So I'm going to go back to it because I ended up accidentally listening to this entire episode. It is really good. Um, lots of leadership stuff, lots and lots and lots of perspective and um, probably a couple of times where you're going to feel like I'm slapping you across the face just a little bit, but like gentle slaps, like, you know, like I won't hurt you. So <laughs> anyway, this episode's really powerful. So make sure you take a bunch of notes. I would share it to your team. This is a great call for a leadership group. If you have them, I would maybe share it to your chats or your, you know, your groups or whatever, what have you, um, to get that spread out there. By the way, if you are interested in me training your team, all you need to do is have a hundred people or more on a zoom, send an email to askjessielee.com or askjessielee at gmail.com, and I will send you a link so you can get it scheduled. It is free. It is 20 minutes. You get to pick the topic, and it's super fun. So excited for those. Um, If you have not already subscribed to jessieleetelegram.com, go ahead and do that. The link is also in the show notes of this show. Again, it's just jessieleetelegram.com. We will do random pop-up trainings for you to jump on. So for those of you who are like, I don't have 100 people that will get on a call live yet, not a problem. We still want you. I don't know who we is. I still want you guys to get trained and be able to learn and grow as well. So I look forward to seeing all of you on those calls and in that Telegram channel as well. Um, other things you need to know, make sure you leave a five-star review. We have a $2,500 giveaway right around the corner, so make sure you do that. Um, and I appreciate all of them as well. Make sure you subscribe to the show because it's the only way that we get ranked. And make sure you screenshot this one to enjoy it. Put it in your Instagram and Facebook stories. Tag me at I'm Boss Lee or Jesse Lee Ward. And that's about it. What you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a network marketing team. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. If you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it is very hard work and by no way are my results typical. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy the show. A soft spot, if you will, in my heart for leadership. It's just one of those things that's constantly evolving and growing. If you haven't done personal development today, that's that's one of your assignments right off the bat. I just think it's something that we all can slow down a little bit um, and take the time to develop. And you know, whatever business looks like for you, um, you know, it's just it's it. I just can't express the importance of it enough to take that time to slow down, to take that time to become. The better version of you. Um, I read for about 45 minutes already this morning and there's just something about it slowing you down and grounding you and then feel you end up feeling so empowered because you have something new and exciting to talk about that I think uh, I think not enough people and especially people who are maybe stuck in their ways if you will um, they're just not doing and it is really obvious when someone is not personally developing um, it tends to be when somebody lashes out, tends to be when somebody feels um, stagnated. And I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but I've felt like that. Like if we're being honest and we're the leadership call right now, like have any of you ever felt like, ugh, my business is stuck? I have. And anytime I feel like that, and I'm saying this to you so again, you can take it back to your teams. Um, I want you to ask yourself when the last time was that you read something that you went, ooh, Now that I can implement in my life. And it can be little things. Like as much as I read for 45 minutes, I was just reading until I got to um, a part of the book where I thought to myself, whoa, okay, I love that. I can implement that in my life and then I can move forward, right? I think sometimes we get caught in this personal development cycle where you develop and develop and develop. Well, you think you're developing because you're consuming words in your brain, right? But you're not actually implementing anything. And something I love, and it was the second time I heard it in two weeks, and so that's why I want to share it with you really fast before I jump into some leadership stuff, is somebody said, stop basing the success of something on the amount of time it takes. Stop basing the success of something based off of the amount of time it takes. Look at baby Hazel. Oh my God, she's so gorgeous. Oh my God. Hi, Hazel. Oh my goodness. Yes, just get used to my voice. Okay, so anyway, she already knows my voice. Whatever, she's so gorgeous. Wow. Okay, I feel like I have to move your screen because I'm just going to be so distracted the whole call. But anyway, the amount of time is not equal to the amount of success. So something that I read and I thought it was so powerful is it was how are you growing 
in your relationships. So this can be a friendship. This can be a business relationship. This can be a marriage, right? Um, and they were, t- so, so the book in particular, they were talking about marriage and how, you know, people, it's a, it's a cultural thing we do, right? Everything is like the means to an end. You're in a relationship and people are like, oh, when are you getting married? 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 You're like, holy crap, like, whoa, can I still have a successful relationship without being married? Um, according to you, no, but according to me, like, uh, I should be able to, right? And then inside of it, as soon as you're in the marriage, it's like, okay, the one-year anniversary has like a kind of anniversary. The five-year anniversary, I didn't know this, by the way, is the wooden anniversary, did you know that? Like, I didn't know that. Um, the 10-year anniversary is, I forget what it was, 10? 10? What a terrible, terrible, why am I 10? Ugh. Okay, all right, Wizard of Oz. But anyway, 10 years is 10. Um, 15, you guys know, has something. Then you get to, like, 20, you get to 30, you get to 40, and it turns into, like, the gemstones. You know, this is the ruby anniversary. This is the diamond anniversary. This is the bronze anniversary, right? But it's all based around um, the length of time and not, hear me on this, not the quality, not the quality of the relationship. And you see this also in business. That's why I'm sharing it. Like I know this is going to resonate with a lot of you based on different things. Okay. You see this also in business, right? People, um, they expect to have a business that's making a million dollars a year or something net because they've been in business for 13 years or 15 years or 10 years or five years or whatever. But that's not how it works. Because what if we started measuring success based off of how we as people and as leaders are growing? Which is really why I want to harp on you um, and really impress upon you this idea of how much are you growing? How much are you changing um, in uh, in who you are as a person? You've heard this a million times. You're part of the empire, right? How much are you growing? Are you growing? If you're not growing, you're dying. It's in everything. It's in everything. The amount that you choose to grow, you know, of course, no income claims. I know there's so much of it. But, like, some of you, quite frankly, don't work as hard. Not because, or you're doing the wrong things. But it's not because you're not trying to be a hard worker. It's because it's a different level of growth to develop a skill set that then equates income. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know if this is making sense or not, okay? So you'll see people who make quantum leaps and you're like, how did they hit rank six so fast? How did they hit rank seven so fast? How did they hit 10 so fast? You know, people want to know, well, what did the empire do? There must be something shady business that went on for them to hit rank 10 in eight months. No, I'm over here blitzing my brain, like blasting it with personal development, right? All I'm doing, like if you ever hang out with me and anybody who's been to my house, you know this, or I don't have a house anymore. In any of my apartments, there's books everywhere. They're open unless somebody came in to organize and put them away. And then I just put them back out again and, I, and I'm flipping through. Why? Because I want to remove the barrier of development. It's just like working out. You've heard me say before, you know, if, you're, if you know you're not going to be able to get into a habit of working out very easily, I highly suggest putting your workout clothes out before the day starts. You've heard me say that. Okay, but I'm, aside from physical differences, how can we almost make sure we're forcing ourselves into the personal development? Right? Like I like 75 hard, not for the reading part, but because now when I walk Kumba, Sometimes, Wilkie. Okay, now when I walk Kumba multiple times a day, like he's getting like five walks a day. He is loving apartment life, okay? I have Audible and podcasts. I put them like right here so it's nice and loud. And I'm getting extra development. Like what do you think that's going to do to our team? Therefore, it doesn't matter how long someone's been in business. He walks more than us. Yes, he does, right? It doesn't matter how, how long someone's been in business. It matters how much somebody's growing. And I want you to look at your relationships like that too. I want you to look at your friendships, right? Are you growing in them or are you getting increasingly frustrated because they're not growing, right? In your marriages, in your partnerships, in whatever, don't base the success of anything in your life just based off of the time. I want you to base it off of the growth. I want you to base it off of the growth, okay? And that's why you'll see some relationships, you know, friendships. Like, have any of you had a friendship where, like, you meet someone and instantly you're like, yep, yep, that's my best friend. Yep, 
Yep, you're going to be in my life forever. Absolutely. And like people who have known you for 20 years are like, um, you know, you know, you should just be careful because, you know, you're letting these people in your life. And, um, you know, some of us have been around for a really long time. Don't you just kind of want to be like, that's exactly why I'm like, see, see, they don't talk to me like that. <laughs> okay. Like we have uplifting conversations. Okay. Do you see all that? Like, that's great that I've known you since I'm four, but the way you're set up and the way they're set up, we're growing together. We're developing together. We're doing things that are experiential together. Right? So, so I want you to think about that. I just want you to think about how can you grow and can you start to base your success off of growth not so much based off of your income not so much based off of you know your rank okay not so much based off of where somebody else is your growth and exactly like so of course we all are still praying for ricky of course jenny's husband jenny's on here right now you live 20 minutes away but someone from four hours away just drove to be with me there's a difference Right. If y'all don't know, I messaged Nicole Peters and I was like, I, 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 I think you're the closest team member to Jenny. I think you like, I, I don't want her to be alone. I don't want her to be alone right now. Can, can you get there? She's like, forget about it. Absolutely. I'll put the kids on. To, I'll get the kids to school. I'll be right there. She drove four hours from Oregon to be with Jenny. Like. They didn't even really know each other until like six months ago. They led something together. And Nicole was like, I don't even care. I love her. I'll be there. Like, just, just think about what we're creating here because you all are choosing to grow. It's why we say when people choose to back away, you, it's almost like a ticking time bomb. You know they're going to leave because they're choosing to not grow. They're choosing to not be that better version of themselves. They're choosing not to rise up with you. And it hurts. But it's real. Oh, my God. Gabby opened the door and said, I don't know who she is, but she has an Empire shirt on. I think Jesse Lee sent her. She wanted to go. Okay, Nicole wanted to go. I will not take credit for that. But <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Gabby's Jenny's daughter. Oh, my God. I love our team so much. I'm so glad I have makeup on right now for God's sake. Oh! Okay, so this is not a leader. That was not my leadership training. But um, I just, like I said, that's, that message has been sent to me twice in the last week and a half, two weeks. And so I just want you all to think about that. I want you to evaluate the relationships you have in your life. I want you to evaluate uh, the value you're giving into relationships and how you as a person and as a friend and as a woman or a man are growing and leading and changing your life. And then when you do commit to that growth, that that really is where it happens. We have the best scripts. We have the best systems. We have the best, you know, sales trainings. We have incredible recruiting trainings. We have awesome duplication trainings. We have all that stuff. But if we're not growing as people, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't transpire. So growth, 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 growth. So um, we're going to have a leadership training, like I said. And something I want to say is, this is also congruent with the conversation around growth. We've got to become better problem solvers. Okay? Great leaders are great problem solvers. And I know we haven't had a big high-level leadership training in a while. Maybe we'll do like a leadership. Maybe we can put together a leadership event of some kind. Um, or maybe that would be like a high-level level up or something like that. I'm not totally sure. Um... But I think we should do something for our team in general where we do talk about this because emotional intelligence is the most valuable leadership skill you can have. I might not be the smartest human on earth. I might not be the most, uh, yeah, the smartest, the most intelligent, whatever. I'm not stupid by any stretch of the imagination, but I know I'm not a genius. Okay, well, maybe I am. I should go get tested. No, I'm kidding. I don't even care what my IQ is. I literally don't care what my IQ is, but I do care about my level of emotional intelligence and my level in which I can adapt, right? Because one thing I can promise, and this is not just network marketing, one thing I can promise is that nothing will ever be perfect, <laughs> okay? 
Like, if you need me to say that to you, I'm going to say it one more time. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. You can open any traditional business. You can join any network marketing company. You can start your own, you know, and anything. And right when you think you've got it, it's much like giving birth. You can ask Courtney Chapman, right? I'm sure baby hate or any of you who are moms, right? Well, any of you. Lou's got a toddler now. Good Lord. Okay? Like, any of you... <laughs> Courtney's moved from like this side of my screen. Now she's dead center. So now it's like me and baby Hazel. Let's go. All right. I don't know who like turned their cameras off, but now you've shifted. Brink. All right. As soon as, as soon as you think you've got it, moms and dads on here, tell me if I'm wrong. As soon as you think you've got it, something changes. As soon as you're like, ah, oh, that's the, that's the poop cry. That's the poop cry. It's not poop anymore. You're like checking a diaper. Like, are you kidding me? As soon as you think they're on a schedule, you know, like I think I saw Poppy's on a nap schedule, right? Like I know Luna's writing that as part of like a manifestation to keep her on a nap schedule and the rest is like fingers crossed over there, all right? I already know what's going on, all right? Like, like we, but, but think about yourself also as a human. Think about how much you've grown and you've adapted and no longer do you want to eat, you know, Mediterranean or something. Nah, I don't know. Now I think I'm going to try keto. Eh, no. Now I'm going to try carnivore. Eh, no. Now I'm going to try vegan, you know, vegan. Oh, no. I don't know. Now I'm going to try whole food, whatever. Uh, whatever it is, right? Just as soon as you think you've got it, something changes. The infancy stage is the funniest, you know, because it's literally like, yeah, I'm getting the swing of this mom thing, this dad thing. Oh, what the hell is going on? Right? I already know. Um, I didn't mean to trigger you guys. All right. I'm sorry. All right. I just know. I just know these things. I know enough about all y'all with your babies. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm triggering the whole call. Okay, guys. Breathe. It's going to be okay. My point is, it's actually great that you're a little triggered because... Your business is the same, right? As soon as you think the call schedule is good or as soon as you think, uh, you know, um, oh, I figured out, uh, you know, how to get people to do Betty more, more religiously. As soon as you think you figured out the perfect incentive that's going to get people to rock and roll and move forward in their business. As soon as you think you figured out ship forwarding to the UK, right? As soon as you think you figured out how to communicate with somebody, you're like, Oh, thank God. Now Deb gets it. Oh, thank God. Okay. Ileana understands. Oh, thank God. Okay. Whew, Deb gets it now. Something changes. It's like, what, what the hell? What the hell? And so you have to become, as a leader, a proficient problem solver. And it's up to us. I don't care what your rank is on here, okay? I literally don't care. If you're on this call, you have leadership abilities inside you. You can't tell me nothing about it, okay? But you got to hold yourself to that higher standard. When people in your Empire Games chats are popping off about something, well, my post doesn't work. Well, my telegram, la, la, la. Well, I didn't know that it was five points. Well, I didn't know that points were supposed to be submitted by one o'clock Eastern. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> you get to be the one who goes, whoa, we're not going to do that right now. It's okay that we missed this, that we missed that, that you didn't have somebody on the call because you missed the announcement, that whatever, you know, fill in the blanks. I know it's stressful leading teams, period. I know now it's stressful because now it's new personalities. It's more fun because they're listening to you better than your own teams listen to you. Am I right? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Humans. Humans. Oh, God. Okay. But problem solving kind of slowing down sometimes. I gave uh, some coaching to one of our rank eights yesterday and I said, hey, just go yellow on your team for like a couple of days. Like they know the yellow's in there anyway. They know you're super emotional, but like take a minute, just slow them down, just yellow all over them and then bring back the fire. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. Because sometimes you can't problem solve when people's walls are 10 feet tall. You know what I mean? When their ears are no longer working, when it's flipping impossible sometimes to get them to open their ears. And if they're super yellow, sometimes you got to go in a totally different color direction. Maybe you need a blue all over them. 
right? Obviously, Amber trained on colors yesterday, so this is perfect, right? Maybe you need to get a little analytical with them. Like, okay, guys, here's our, our schedule today. I believe in you. You can do this, right? Because if they're yellow, some of you are saying, my whole team's yellow, right? Give them some green. I don't really tend to suggest going um, hard red on a bunch of yellows um, ever. Uh, you can throw in like a sentence and then swing right back over to another color, all right? Uh, but they can only, their emotions can pretty much only handle a sentence. And then you've gone into the emotional breakdown phase of leadership where their ears no longer work because they are so shut down and they feel attacked ostracized, bullied, and you're sitting there like in utter confusion. Anyone been, been there? Anyone who like tends to swing a little bit red, you're like, what is wrong with these people? I said, do the homework. What the hell? I didn't attack you. Oh my God. I said, get on a call if you're free. I didn't say if you don't get on a call, you're a loser. What on earth? Oh, how did this translate? Oh my God. Okay. This is leadership. Okay. This is leadership. So if you know that you tend to communicate more in that red as a leader, um, I suggest finding maybe it's a cross line of yours that you're good friends with, you know, sideline, whatever, who is super red too. Um, say to them something like, Brie, I literally want to like run these people over with a car right now. They're driving me nuts. I just want to yell at them, uh, but I'm not going to. So I just want to let you know what I want to say is... Uh, and then you go to your chat and you go, okay, my lovelies. So I'm so proud of all of you. Let's try a little harder today in the games. Let's make sure you see that it was five extra points. It's okay if you didn't turn your, uh, you didn't turn in Betty the Bot. You didn't finish it. Today's a new day. Then you go back to Brie. Oh my God, how hard is it for them to read a message? I'm really so thankful and excited that you are playing in the games. <sighs> okay? And then maybe like work out or something. <laughs> I like that Amanda Hodgman Hollis is literally moving around. She's so uncomfortable. She's like, I swear, this is just what I want to do. I just want to, just want to, just want to, just want to. <laughs> and then Stephanie Holman's rubbing her forehead like, oh, I swear. Oh my God. Okay? I know. I know. I know. But like, <sighs> leadership is problem solving and leadership is the emotional intelligence. Yeah. Megan Hunter, who is not red, um, <laughs> told, called her team freckles. She said, don't be a freckles. Okay. Don't be a freckles. All right. <laughs> so I know the games are bringing out the red in all of you anyway, cause you're competitors, but I just want to take a moment to have the conversation about making sure we go into that emotionally intelligent space and as leaders what we need more of on this team and really any team in network marketing probably needs this and your team inside your team probably needs this as well is the problem solving skills and if you know you're a hothead by nature that's okay I get it been there done that definitely have the t-shirt stop to breathe first and then just get it done popping off in chats to you know, new promoters to rank ones, twos, and threes. It's not going to get you very far in your business, okay? So make sure when you're handling these and make sure you're, you're calling yourself out on this too. Like some of you are probably like, uh-oh, that was me. I was the one that freaked out that I didn't submit the points yesterday. That was me. It's okay. It's fine. Just be better today. That's leadership, right? We're all works in progress. I've had plenty of moments over the last almost 11 years, 10, almost 11 years of the direct sales network marketing, whatever, um, <laughs> Angela, uh, where I've said things I'm not proud of. Um, I've popped off in chats. I've called people names got terminated for that. Uh, you know, I've done all kinds of stuff that aren't really my finest moments, but as long as we're growing from it, don't worry. I'm not trying to attack anybody with this conversation. I just think we can all step up and be a little better. I did get terminated for it. I called someone a name. They were looking for a reason to terminate me. Boom, terminated. Whatever. Now we're improving it. All right. It's all good in the neighborhood. All right. So qualities of a good leader though. 
One, communication. One, communication. How frequently are you communicating? And I've said this to on champ calls before, you know, many times, and it's the only way I can describe it. If when there is a dramatic situation, you're not willing to pick up the phone and call somebody and talk, then you don't deserve your team. And I don't mean that in like a whatever way. It's just be an adult. Communicate. How much of you how many of you have lo- have had a conversation that's not that serious and it gets totally lost in translation via text? Not like different languages. I know we have people on here where English is not your first language. But these text messages, you know, okay, here, I'll ask it like this. How many of you not business related? How many of you have been in a text conversation with somebody and you're done the conversation, you basically had a fight, and then you're reading the conversation to one of your friends and you're talking like that, <laughs> right? Like you're adding all this, <laughs> like behind it, that sounded like a monkey, right? Like you're adding all this voice inflection behind it and like, like I love, like, okay, this cracks me up because Brittany, for those of you that don't know, she literally puts, uh, uh, what's the word? Punctuation at the end of sentences when she's fine. Okay. So like at the end of a conversation, like, yeah, that's fine. She puts a period. So then I'm looking at it like, what the hell is she fighting me for right now? What the hell? What the hell is this? Okay. Is she pissed? Like what she's pissed about? Over a period. So then if I'm reading it, let's say Sydney's here and I'm like, look at what Brittany just texted me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, fine. Okay, that's how I'm like, damn, Brittany, I can see your eyeballs from here. Okay. And all and nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong, but I'm reading it like I didn't know we were fighting. She's mad. Oh my God. Yeah, what else is she pissed about? Oh my God. Right? But she was never mad. What if you picked up the phone? You're like, I've done this before. I've called Brittany. Like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, I don't know. You sent me a message with a, with a period. She goes, Jesse Lee, I always use punctuation. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Right? Communicate. Just communicate. Right? Especially as a leader. Communicate, communicate, communicate frequently. And when you think you've communicated enough... Communicate more. The best leaders are going to be communicators. They're not going to be the people who message you stuff like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. And then like go off to post passive aggressive stuff on their Instagram or Facebook. No. Okay. That, that's not leadership. Okay. And I look, you've all done it. We've all done it. So like, <laughs> let's not pretend we're perfect people. All right. That's not what this is about. Uh, but We've all been there. Have the conversations. You can't move a relationship forward if you're not talking. Okay? So communication will either make or break your efforts to connect with your team. It's very hard to manage and coordinate initiatives and build trust if you won't have conversations. Right? So we have the Empire Lab Leadership Advisory Board. I know you all know. Um, And I don't know if I announced this, but especially to this group, each month, starting in October, we're going to have two honorary lab members every month. And then we'll start incorporating more people into the, the board, just so everyone knows. If you're like, I really, oh my God, I'm going to step up and be a whatever. Like, I see you. I see those of you that are starting to do more and contribute more. Like, or some of you that maybe used to contribute a lot and you're like, oh my God, I need to get back into it. Cool. Like, there, there is no hard feelings. I'm excited. So we're going to start having two people every month. So just keep contributing. Appreciate it a ton. Seriously. I look at this leadership board and I was just thinking about it when I was writing up this training because I was like, there's not a person on that board that I haven't had to have a conversation with that was totally uncomfortable. Not one of them, not two of them, not three of them, all of them, including cutie little Matteo in Italy. We've had to have some conversations, right? But I didn't try to have a conversation with him or with Roberto, or with Amanda, or with any of these people, Jenny, Brittany, Sydney, whatever, none of them. 
I haven't, I haven't ever tried to like back down. I've been not like fighting back down, but I've always been like, Hey, can we talk about that? How else are you going to build trust? And I know for some of you, this is a lot you need to work through. Like, can anyone relate to that? Like to you, it's almost like you're like, Oh God, do I have to be confrontational? No, I actually want you to take that pressure off of yourself. It's not, it's not confrontation. Actually, I kind of want you to remove the word confrontation from your vocabulary when you're going to have courageous conversations. Because it's not confrontational. Think about the power of language. It's not confrontational unless you want to make it confrontational. Just be conversational. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be emotional. All those things. But communicate. Okay? Pick up the phone. Have one-on-ones. Ask for feedback. Right? Whether formally or informally. You know, use multiple communication tools. That's why we do the emails, the chats. That's why we have the Empire Facebook groups. That's why we use Telegram. That's why we use WhatsApp. That's why we do meetings. All these things, right? When you see gossip, be the one to stop it. Because usually it's a big lie. Has anyone noticed this? I had a conversation with somebody and I'm like, girl, it's two people. And she literally said, oh my gosh, thank you for saying that. Because it seemed like this big, dramatic, crazy, almost like staging a coup situation. And I went, it's two people. It's two people that don't like the empire. It's not 200. It's not 2,000. It's not 20,000. It's two. It's two. I love that. Right. Who, who's everybody? Name who everyone is. You know, if the conversation would have needed to go further, I would have done something like that. Right. But it's two people. So, but gossip can get really loud, right? The negative sometimes seems like it's cranked up. It's so freaking loud. I would just ask you as leaders, don't get yourself pulled into it. You know, like you'll start here. Well, it's not fair. Christine's so powerful and she's on that team. So of course they're winning. Well, it's not fair because there's Mexicans on that team and they dropped Mexican hibiscus today. So of course they're going to win today. (laughs) Okay. Like, come on. They were plugged in way before. It was completely randomly sorted and you know it. And if you were winning, you wouldn't have anything negative to say. Right? So put yourself above, above the standard. Right? Just avoid gossip. There's no point to it. Right? And always connect what you're doing back to the organization's goals, values, or mission, or core values. Right? So somebody messaged me, um, two people messaged me actually, uh, about, uh, well, the second, yeah, two people messaged me, the, the, and neither of them are on here, so maybe they listen to the podcast, whatever. Two people, two separate situations messaged me and said, um, so just so you know, like, everybody is really distracted with the translation on power hours. I said, really? Everyone's distracted? It's a 2.5 second translation. So if you're distracted by that, I want you to ask yourself, what else are you distracted by in your world? Are you distracted when like a bird flies by? Does it distract you for an entire 15 minutes because a bird flew by, right? The light changes. Like you need more ketones. You should invest in MCT 143 actually. Okay, there's nothing, and I sit on those power hours. They're not distracting. If anything, it slows stuff down. So the new people who are lost are able to focus and have time to digest. Yeah, Mateo's very distracting. I asked if he has a father and or a much older brother. Um, I'm waiting for the feedback on that, okay? Um, but anyway, I've digressed. Yeah, and um, like, do you have anybody who looks like you? Because... Wow, like talks like you is kind like you because that is a gene pool. Okay, I mean, wow. Okay, but anyway, the team's, the team's core value, number one, this is what I said to both people, is empathy. So I literally wrote back to one of the people with a one-word answer when they said, can we use a different link for power hour so we don't have to be distracted by the translation? I said, no. 
I just said no. Then Jenny was ready to fight. Jenny's like, have him come to me. Have him ask me. Ah! But Jenny's not red. I just want to make sure everyone knows that. Okay. Um, that's little yellow sunflower Jenny. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, calling you out, girl. <laughs> right? But like, yes, we're protective. We're protective over people whose first language isn't English, even American English, because we're not superior because we were born in America and that will never be the way this team rolls. So when we communicate, we communicate through our core values. It wasn't even a no for me. It was a straight up hell no. It was a hell no to both people who asked. And I thought, and I thought to myself, if you're going to not let the Italians hear Italian, then I'm gonna start having all the trainings be in freaking Italian. I'm gonna be like, come on to Wednesday night training and I'm just gonna let Anna go at it in German. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Good luck. Like, slow it down and communicate. Okay, it is a good idea. She's beautiful and she's smart, but I really would like to learn from her. So I would like that to be translated. She's very good. All right. The second thing leaders are great at, and you know this, is the vision for the future. And this does tie in so many things, right? Because things like what I just said about, no, we're not doing different translation. The translation's perfect the way it is for the people who speak those languages. That's important so that people who don't speak English and don't speak Spanish and don't speak Italian and don't speak German and don't speak Dutch and don't speak Polish and aren't deaf because we always do captions can look at the team and go, huh, I, I can take my team there. That team will figure it out. The empire will figure out how to have trainings in Romanian. The empire will figure out how to have trainings in Zulu. The empire will figure out how to have trainings in Chinese. We already have trainings in Chinese, right? The empire will figure it out. What's the vision and how are you leading through stuff? So when there are stressful situations, are you again problem solving? Because great leaders have the clear vision and are able to articulate the path forward to the team especially when emotions are high. They're, they're able to connect, okay? Um, again, I mean, I guess I kind of already mentioned this, but whatever, it's the third thing I wrote in my notes. Great leaders show empathy in their leadership towards their team. Empathy isn't, in my opinion, of course, empathy is not just a, oh, it's nice to have that. It would be nice to have an empathetic leader, it would be nice if my leader cared. It would be, no. If you ask me, it's fundamental. You want to have, you want to have trust. You want to have confidence. You want to have a team that wants to be engaged. Empathy is just the ability to, to try to relate, to listen. The ability to perceive and try to understand the thoughts and the experiences of others. And the leaders who operate from a place of empathy and trying, seeking to understand and compassion establish much stronger connections. Okay? The leaders who are way too high and mighty to get on a call, they don't remember what it's like to be new. We were in the champ chat the other day, and I think it was V. She said, oh my gosh, how cool is it? Like people are accidentally adding people to we prove it instead of simple proven results from the Empire Games. And I was like, that's so cool. And I just said, it's so cool to remember what it's like to be so scared. You're adding into the wrong group because we forget sometimes the learning curve when we were new. To be so new, so good to be reminded what it's like to be so new, to be so overwhelmed, to be so informed with information you never expected to learn, to be so, oh, before and betters go this way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, sorry. I was posting before. Oh yeah. I was posting my before and better photos and we prove it. I just, I had the groups mixed up. 
those little things as we move forward in our business and reminding them it's totally okay. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to add into the wrong group. Nobody's going to yell at you. Nobody's going to be mad at you that you accidentally added to the Italian group instead of the Spanish group because you don't speak that language yet. If you want to learn them, right? Or you just don't speak that language. Oh, it's okay. You're, you're Italian and you didn't know that simple proof. Okay, it's okay. Hey, not a problem. Not a problem. Here, let me help. I remember what it's like to be new. When you operate from there, everyone's performance increases because they become so much more confident in their ability to mess up. And some of you are stuck at your ranks because you're scared to mess up. You know what I mean? Like, when was the last time you were like, okay, I'm going to do this messy. I'm going to screw up. Like, really thinking about it. Like, not just little stuff like... What, like, I'll give you, I'll give you a great example. I was so nervous for Christmas in July. Cause we had never done anything like that. I'm like, there's a lot that can go wrong. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, there is a ton that can go wrong. Right. But I was like, but there's also probably a lot that can go right. So I'm really nervous, but we're going to try it. What is your equivalent of fall fest? Right? What is that thing that you're like, I really should do that, but I just feel like I'm going to be crappy at it? Right? So a few things towards the empathy. Something that, like some of you I know aren't as in tune with like other people's energy. That's cool. You'll learn. You can definitely learn. But can you look for and recognize the signs of somebody burning out? Right? Can you... Notice when someone starts to pull away a little bit. And it's not to say you can't say, it's not to say you can save everyone. But when you feel that like, geez, like I don't feel like Christian's good right now. Let me send her a message really fast. Hey girl, you all right? Or when you know of the 400 people that got COVID, you know, and you know Candace is still freaking tired. Do you reach out and say, girl, I see you. I still see you on this call. We freaking love you. Take some time off, you little hustler. Right? Like, I know she's tired. Does she know you know? Right? If you know somebody's in a fertility battle, right? Are you there? And you're like, girl, you got this. If you know someone's going to give birth, have you been like, hey, you got this, mama? Right? Like we, I mean, I knew when well, Courtney told me when she was going to be delivering Chapman, right? So I was like, girl, you got this. I can't wait. Like you're, you know, let her know you're so freaking strong. Check in on her. I texted Courtney like two days ago or something. I was like, hey, just want to send you love. I don't know why, but I felt like she needed it in the moment. Right? And it's going to freak you out because sometimes when you send those messages, it's like, how, how did they know? Right? But sometimes... You all know. Sometimes you all feel it. So be the person sometimes that reaches out and shows that empathy. It's a sincere interest. People are sometimes weirded out. I was live yesterday when we were doing the, um, the, the opportunity event. And I said something about knowing a lot about your guys' personal lives. And somebody was like, oh, that's a little bit stalkerish, don't you think? And I thought to myself for a minute when I read it. And I'm like, no. I'm just treating our team like people. Just treating our, our team like this is a real relationship. Yeah, like tell me you've never had good friends without telling me you've never had good friends. Right? Like I want to know your unique contributions so I can use them so we're better together. I want to know your hobbies. I want to know your needs. I want to know your goals. I want to know how I can support you. That's what leaders do. And it doesn't just have to be inside of the business, right? Can you support people outside of it? You know, when you see it's somebody, a, a baby's birthday, maybe not baby, but like a kid's birthday of somebody on your team, are you reaching out? You know, if there's like a chair, like the amount of freaking cookies, please don't ask me to buy more Girl Scout cookies when it's girl. Oh my God. Okay. Like I just can't. All right. But like the amount of Girl Scout cookies I've bought or 
uh, wrapping paper things for kids or, you know, Boy Scout freaking popcorn or, oh my God, whatever it is, you know, hey, um, do you have $10 to blah, blah, blah? Yeah, whatever for our team. Not like randos on, you know, Instagram who of course DM you too, but like, no, like your team, the babies of your team, I don't think that's weird. That's just supporting people who are also supporting your life. All right, really quickly, because I know we're over time. The fourth thing that I think uh, really great leaders are great at is they hold themselves accountable. This goes back to what I said about check yourself. If you got a little emotionally upset because you didn't submit points on time or whatever else, great leaders hold themselves accountable. Are you working to improve? Are you working to impress? Right? Are you never satisfied with the status quo? That's like high level leadership, right? There's always another level. What is your level of accountability so you can consistently improve, right? Always seek feedback, learn from your mistakes and just course correct. I make mistakes all the time, all the time, right? But I'm willing to say when I'm wrong and there's a lot of people who it's, they're so ego-driven that their entire existence is to prove how right they are and how wrong somebody else was. They're always looking for someone to blame. They're always looking for, well, this person did that and prove it did this and our team did that and my leader, blah, 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 and those products, la, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Like, just stop. Just stop. As soon as you take accountability for your business being where your business is, is when you grow. Like that's when your numbers actually go up because you go, oh, my problem is I suck at talking to people. I didn't realize that. Okay, I need a book. I need a podcast. I need a YouTube video. I need something. And then you learn and then your business goes up, right? But you won't do that if it's all, Luna's on the top of my screen, if it's all Luna's fault, that you're not where you want to be. If it's all Kristen Morris's fault, that you're not where you want to be yet. If it's always Amanda's fault, that you're not where you want to be. No, it's because of Sydney. It's because of Angela. It's because of Stephanie. It's because of Bree. It's because of Megan. It's no, it's not because of Amber. It's not because of Kayla. No, it's not. It's because of us. But on the flip side of that, like a positive twist, I also don't want you going, well, I'm super successful because of Leslie. I'm super successful because of Courtney. I'm super successful because of la, 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 la. It's only because of Mel. It's only because of Madison. It's only because of Roberto. Homie, you grew. You did that. You did that. Like, were the systems there for you? Yes. Were the scripts there for you? Yes. Was the business model there for you? Yes. Was our vendor there for us to use? Yes. Did you have a great upline? Yes. Okay. I'm not saying, you know, don't give them credit for pushing you or providing you trainings or whatever. Okay. But like, I want you to start taking credit too. You're a rank whatever because of you. I didn't make you hit MVP. You did that. I didn't make you hit rank four. You did that. I didn't make you hit rank three. You did that. I didn't make you get on this call. You did that. So celebrate yourself. That accountability on both sides will strengthen the culture. It'll inspire excellence in yourself and in others. (laughs) Big nasty. (laughs) It'll also build trust, not only in your leadership, but also through the team. And the last thing all great leaders do that I know to be fact is they show great, they show gratitude. They show gratitude. Um, I don't know if any of you heard my interview I did with um, this direct sales, whatever, whatever, whatever. But in it, um, I gave gratitude to somebody I've never given gratitude to before. So now I'm a much more developed leader now, seven years later, six years later, whatever it is, 2015, six years later. But my CEO in my party plan company was so dead set on if you strengthen the mindset and the leadership skills of a person the business grows so we would go to these senior board of directors meetings that like our businesses were very big right and he would bring in 
like the best like I don't even know what they were like I can't even I don't even know like what words I use to describe it like it was a whole program he had gone through and he reverse engineered it for our company's top leaders so it was like we learned personality stuff we learned better how to talk to people we learned about our weaknesses and our strengths and all kinds of stuff and blah 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 so I gave and I'd never really thought about it I still remember where I was sitting at the table in Naples, Florida. Still remember the hotel. Still remember what the circle table looked like. Still remember who's sitting next to me. Like, it was such an impactful moment. So I shared it on that call. I said, I'm really grateful to him. I don't think he's a good person. He was pretty evil and all of it kind of went down. But I'm really grateful. It made me such a better leader. Right? And I had those moments of anger towards whatever. I'm not going to pretend again that I was a perfect person as I grew through all of it. But like, guys, whether prove it ends up being for you or not for you in the long run, I'm going to assume for most of you, it's for you in the long run. But for some of you, it won't be. Will you look back on these years of growth and these years of business and be thankful and grateful? Or will you be spiteful and disgusting? You're going to have a hard time having people follow you anywhere if you're expecting people to follow you when you're coming from an energy of spite, an energy of anger, an energy of disappointment, an energy of blame, shame, justify, an energy of everything was a failure, I was brainwashed, whatever. On the flip side, if you can see gratitude through all of it, you will totally win in life. And that's ultimately what this is about. But the gratitude you have, that just creates more positive interactions. Gratitude makes people want to talk to you. Gratitude lets people connect with you. Gratitude makes people want to engage with you. Gratitude makes people want to just surround themselves with you. Because grateful leaders understand that the success of their teams is a team effort. Right? You can say anything you want, but the teams that know their leader is grateful to them work a lot harder. You will rank up when your team understands that and really feels that. I promise. So give the compliments. Celebrate the wins, even if there aren't things that you would celebrate as a win for yourself. Celebrate the wins for the people who, you know, just got their star or just got their first sale or just sold their first trial or just did their first live. These are scary things. That is a win, right? Acknowledge their feedback when they say they need something. And then acknowledge their contributions, right? Because the leaders who practice the gratitude in big ways and small ways, they make a huge meaningful impact. Because leadership is not just about selling and actions and recruiting and whatever. It's important to hit your metrics. But it's also about moving forward as a person and paving the way for your team. That's how you're going to lead.